0: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to Late Night Football. Happy New Year to all of our viewers and listeners, uh, wherever you're watching this, whether on podcasts, uh, to shoe, Anchor, uh, Spotify, iTunes, or if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, wish you all a very happy New Year. Wish you a great 2021 ahead. And if you are a United fan, what a way to kick off uh, 2021. What a way to kick off the New Year 2-1. It finishes Manchester United against Aston Villa, and I tell you what, it's not, it's not, it's not for the faint of heart uh, supporting Manchester United or watching that game. I mean, they, the amount of scares that, uh, that 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 Manchester United give you in a game, uh, unnecessary, but they give you so many scares that uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's not, it's not easy. It's definitely not easy. But what a game we had, and I mean, it's a new year, uh, and I is there a new Paul Pogba? I think that that is the key uh, question. That I think that I think people may start asking is that is this a new Paul Pogba? And we've seen this in the last couple of games. I didn't see it much um, against Wolves, but seen it over the last three or four games. Uh, It's he's just he's not playing as a central midfielder anymore. I think a lot of people might think that he's not playing as a central midfielder. He's playing as a almost as a left midfielder, uh, almost as the way that Mata used to play. And on the right, he's you know basically go everywhere. I don't think he plays as advanced, but I think he plays almost as a left midfielder, and and he sort of comes inside. Sometimes he's interchanging with Bruno in that number 10 position, but usually he's just trying to, you know, drift out to the left, drift out to the right. He, you know, it's almost almost a free third midfielder role for him, but he's still doing his his defensive duties. I and mean, today what we saw was he was very committed defensively. He was very, very energetic. He was smiling. He looked like he was enjoying his football. And sometimes with with Paul Pogba, what you get is is you get this player who's, who's sort of going through the motions, who's playing because he has to rather than because he wants to. And today was one of those games, and they're happening more frequently now, where he was playing because he wanted to. You could see that he's enjoying it, he was loving it, uh, and then and you know and, uh, when when I see Paul Pogba making those kind of uh, you know going in the back, going towards uh, you know defense and making tackles or trying to track back, that's what you want to see from Paul Pogba. I mean that's you know because we all know what the talent that he possesses in the forward areas, the part that, you know, his vision is probably second to none in this United team, his, his passing ability, his talent, his, his, as I've always been saying, he's more talented than Bruno in many ways, but it's just his application and his commitment, which lets him down. But I think today it was spot on, it was spot on, uh, you know, both both of those aspects were spot on. There was a moment in that first half where uh, Jack Wilish put a ball in from the left, it was sumptuous delivery, uh, you know, more on him later, but he put in a brilliant delivery that Watkins kind of, you know, controlled and then I believe it was El Ghazi who kind of shot it over um, the, the, the bar on the other side. And Eric Bai tore into Shaw, he tore into Pogba. He was like, What the hell are you guys doing? Why are you not marking uh, you know the left side? You guys are the left sided you know, players. You defenders, you've got to defend that left side. And I think uh, you know, and at that point it could have gone either way with Paul Pope. He could have been like, Who's Eric Bay to tell me what to do? But from that point on, I th- I think he was flawless defensively. I don't think he made any mistakes defensively, Trey. Um, there were other players who made mistakes defensively, but he wasn't one of them. He was very, very calm defensively. He got the ball out of a few tricky positions. He looked he looked assured. I think that's what you want to see from Paul Pogba. And then the goal happens. And again, he had a big part to play in this. I, you know, it's wonderful to watch because uh, you know, he does a couple of juggles uh, on you know, the ball and he finally rolls a pass over to Marcus Rashford. Marcus Rashford decides, you know what, Paul Popper can do that. And I'm, I'm just as good technically, so I'm going to put, on a, put in a nice little overhead pass as well. And he does that for uh, uh, Man Bissaka. And Man Bissaka says, you know what, nobody's expecting me to do anything with this, but I'm going to put a cross in. Uh, and he puts a cross in, and then Anthony Martial finishes it off. Um, and, and, and the reason why I say a flawed exhibition in the thumbnail, you know, it's a flawed exhibition, because all three goals, I thought, all three goals came as a result of errors. Avoidable errors that, that the, the, the opposition did, which pretty much gifted goals, uh, to the opposition. The first one, Aaron Bisaka's goal, you know, Anthony Martial's goal had a lot of luck, uh, because Tyrone Mings should have uh, headed that away. I don't think it was a very good cross, uh, you know, from Aaron Van Bissaka. and I think, uh, you know, Tyrone Mings has got to head that away, but he completely misses the trajectory, so he heads the air uh, in some ways, and it falls on Martial's head, and I think Martinez, I think he was expecting uh, that Dion Mings would get on the ball. So he's already wrong-footed because he's thinking, you know, is is a, a safe. So he's kind of getting away from it. It hits Marcia. I think Martinez kind of has to make a split decision. So he quickly decides, you know what, he's probably going to go near post. The ball goes right in the middle of the goal and he's, and he's got wrong-footed. he's He can't do anything about it. Uh, so United take the lead 1-0. Uh, it looked it looked a precarious lead. Even at that point, it looked a precarious lead. And then that second goal, I mean, and again, we talked about, you know, and I think over the game, I think Jack Wheelish grew into this game. I think you know, basically, after the you know even before the goal, he was pulling strings. He was you know, pulling defenders left. He was pulling defenders right. He was everywhere. I think you know, if Paul Pogba had a free role, I think the same thing could be said for, for Jack Wilshere. He had a free role in in this team as well. He was like, going everywhere. I think you know, Van Persie was struggling to mark him. I think uh, Luke Shaw had real trouble marking him, and he was you know it was, it was just it was too much sometimes. And then that goal happens. And it comes from a free kick, which I don't know whether McTominay or Van Bissaka, one of them conceded or both of them together conceded. Uh, and Van Bissaka decides, you know what, I'm going to stay in my position. This is something that we see a lot, where defenders kind of just stand in front of the ball, not allowing a pass to go through. And then the first one hits him and the referee says, you know what, go behind, go behind. And he, and he almost goes behind. He's almost half-hearted. Like he's not sure if he should go behind. You know, And he says, you know what, I'm going to commit here. And he makes a decision that he's going to stay there And if the ball goes, I'm going to try and deflect it away. The problem is, 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 you know, the ball finds its way to get ejaculation from there it almost feels like there's only one outcome and, it beat, and it's a wonderful crossing from Jack Willis. I think he controlled the game. If you, I, I, he was my man of the match today. I think Jack Willis was my man of the match today because just the way that he was playing, people don't like what he does, uh, you know, outside of uh, of, the, of the way he, of when he's on the ball, where he, you know, goes down too easily. He yells a lot, he's theatrical in what he does. He's a little bit animated at times when the things don't go his way, you know, towards the referees, he's all that. But when he's on the ball, you know, there's few players, um set of the big clubs that you that you would say you know are as talented as Jack Willish I think is something special it's a mystery how still at Aston Villa well it's not because he's overpriced but you know it's just such a wonderful player to watch and I mean it's a shame we don't get to see him more in Europe uh, you know in the European competitions but he's a fantastic player and then the cross comes in it almost beats everyone but then Burton Bertrand manages to bundle it in and it's 1-1 and you're thinking at this point United have bottled it again and then they they to be fair they had bottled it up to that point because they let Villa back in the game but he felt you know what this is going to end 1-1 it's going to end 2-1 to Villa you can see it it will think, but it doesn't this is 2021 now we know it's a new decade uh, it's, it's a new year it's 2021 and maybe United learn, you know what no we've got to, we've got to get back in this and then and they try and they try and then they get a penalty. Within about three or four minutes after the concession of the goal, they get a penalty. Um, and it's been a while since United have got a penalty, by the way. It's been quite a few games. So they get one here, um, or at least it's been a while since they've got a decisive penalty. I know they got one, I think, against Leeds, but it's been a while since they've got a decisive penalty, a decision go their way. And it goes here. This, it, this one goes their way. Um, I thought it was a penalty. I don't know what you thought, but I thought it was a penalty. I think it looked, uh, I mean, it may have one of those if it wasn't given. I don't think VAR would have ruled it, overruled it. It was one of those when the referee gives it, you basically say, you're going to stick with the decisions. One of those umpires call thing that if you want to, if you want to get technical about it, it was basically one of those. And so it's a penalty. Uh, and, and I, and, you know, and when you see Bruno step up again, you know, he didn't need to make that tackle. Uh, I think it was, uh, it was Douglas Lewis. Yes, Douglas Lewis. I don't think he needed to make that challenge because I think he had players around him. He could, have, I think he just got scared a little bit, you know, watching Pogba run away with the ball. He just panicked a little bit and, you know, decided to just give him a little bit of tug. And then once a, once a player feels that in the opposition area, it's, it's a penalty. It's always going to be a penalty. And so he's going to go down and he's going to consider a penalty. So a good penalty from Bruno, it had to be a good penalty from Bruno because Martinez gets correct. And if it wasn't in the corner, it was right in the in the, in the, in the bottom corner. If it wasn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have been a goal because Martinez would have saved it. He hit it perfect, a perfect penalty. Uh, so another well-taken goal. I think all three goals were pretty well taken, um, you have to say, in some ways. Uh, but then that was a perfect penalty. And that's Bruno Fernandez for you. He steps up when you need him and it's 2-1. And you're thinking, what's going to happen next? And United missed a couple of uh, key passes. Like there were times when they could have broken, they didn't break it, they didn't make the right decisions. We you come to the final five, six, seven, last 10 minutes actually, when uh, Solskjaer decides, you know what, I'm taking off Bruno Fernandes, I'm breaking on Daniel James. I thought he was being on Daniel James for, for Marcus Rashford. Because I think Marcus Rashford looked completely out of it by the, time, by, by the time. I think Bruno was shaking his head. I think Bruno was shaking his head. I don't know if he was shaking his head because he had a bad game. I'm not sure if he's shaking his head because he was, uh, you know, annoyed at as simple as theatrics. Or if he was shaking his head because he's thinking, why am I going up before Marcus Rashford? Marcus Rashford needs to be the one to go up before me. I don't know what it was. But I was thinking, it's his, being on Rashford, he's going to bring on James for Rashford, not for, for Bruno, but he brought him on. The, the, the thinking, you could see the thinking was clear. He wanted a little bit more pace uh, on the break so that, you know, because by will, will leave spaces. And it was, again, it was something to, and as I've always been saying, it's about something to give the opposition to think about when they're on top. Like this is something that we have to think about. So it was kind of a move like that. But then, you know, the last time minutes, I'm thinking to myself, the one thing I'm thinking to myself is game management, right? You've got Daniel James on, he's got pace. So all he's got to do is give him the ball, let him run to the corner. You give the ball to Marcus Ashford, let him run to the corner. You give the ball to Paul Pogba, let him run to the corner. Somebody please run to the corner and just keep the ball, they keep hold of the ball. And yet they keep trying to cross it in. They keep trying to make a shot They keep. I mean, I I lost the count a number of times. There were four occasions. I think there were four. There might've been three, there might've been four, there might've been five, but I think there were four occasions where United had the ball. And all they had to do was somebody had to just run with it and take it to the corner. There was no Aston Villa player around. There was two, there was basically two way two, two way three, something like that. So, you know, there was no real pressure on them, you know, in front of the ball. So they could just run it to the corner, just take it there, keep it for a few seconds. But no, but the, Daniel James has the ball. He tries to dribble past the Aston Villa defense and he loses the ball. Uh, Marcus Rashford, there's another moment when Daniel James gets the ball and he tries to cross it in for Martial from a completely impossible angle. And, and you know, uh, then Rashford has the ball and, Ollie, and he's running. And I thought he could find he's going to run go to the corner, but he puts it, but he passes it to Pogba. And I think Pogba is going to run towards the corner. But no, he tries to cross it in and loses the ball. I and mean, I was like, there's somebody missing. I was thinking, is Oli Gunnar Sosha watching this and thinking, have we forgotten the game management drill for this week? Because that's what they needed. They needed to just see the game out and they were trying to get a third goal for whatever reason. And it's just, yeah, it's not for the faint of heart. And, and all this while, Aston Villa getting the ball back and all they're doing is going forward and they're peppering crosses and Jack Willis is putting them in. You know, it, it's almost the defense is saying, let Jack Willis have the ball because we don't know how to stop him. So let's just give him the ball and let's deal with whatever he puts in. They just he's just putting crosses in, he's putting crosses in. Somebody's getting the head of Watkins gets ahead that goes wide. Keenan Davis has a really good chance it's somehow uh, towards the end. And again, this came from Paul Pogba giving the ball away. Right at the end, he gives the ball away and trying to get a third goal. Villa quickly break up front? And somehow the ball lands to Keenan Davis, and he's like, and I'm thinking this is goal, this is a goal. And then some some I think it was uh, I think it was Tranzibi or Fair one of them just came and clattered, like just clattered next to the ball and just hit the ball. <laughs> And it goes through. I think it was Twan. I think it was it was Bai, I think who made the challenge and then falls to Twanziwe, who tries to lob it forward, but it actually hits a Villa player. And at that point, you think, oh my God, it's is it going to fall to another Villa player to slot it home? But now, uh, Bai is there to again hit it away. And then finally, mercifully, the ref, you know, for our hearts, the ref says, you know, what, well, let's just let's just end this game here. Um, and so the game ends. But I mean, what a performance! I, I mean, you know, the one thing that I noticed today, tactically speaking, is the formation that United used, and it was. I, it, you know, a lot of people will say it was a diamond. And I think I think the pace of it was a diamond. It was a 433 diamond. But uh, at times it looked like a 4-4-2. At times it looked like a 4-2-2-2. Essentially, uh, you know, McDominay and Fred sitting, and then you've got Pogba and Bruno on the 2 SO2 narrow wide playmakers. Um, uh, so they were both interchanging between right and left, and then you had Rashford and Martial up front. At times it looked, you know, but at times it was uh, uh you know proper diamond with Rashford and Martial on the sides. At times it was almost a uh, a four-three-three as well with Pogba sort of being left midfield. So I, I think I think the, what he settled what he settled on right now I think is he's decided that he's going to sort of look at Bruno and Pogba, and I think you can see clearly why he wanted Jack Wilsh because Jack Wilsh can do that role as he was doing it today, and you can probably see why he doesn't trust Donny to be able to do that role. Uh, but, the, but what the is looking at is basically looking at Pogba and Bruno as two sort of interchangeable components in that front in that front uh, four, if you will. And he looks at Martial and Rashford as two interchangeable components. Uh, what we saw last season was there were three interchangeable components. The front three were interchangeable. So they were always, you know, sometimes Rashford would be the you know striker, sometimes Martial would be a striker, sometimes Green would be the striker, and they kept it changing. Now what he's looking at is looking at two different uh parts. So sometimes you know Martial will come left or right, sometimes Rashford will come, you know, central or right, or you know, same with the, uh, um Pogba and Bruno say so the, the so they change and keep changing, and that you know is meant to confuse. So that, that looks like the way that they're going to go. And then they'll have a two, a two base of Fred of and McDominy or Fred and Matic or whoever. Um, I thought when Matic came on, I think they kind of switched to a more orthodox 4-3-3. I, it felt like it, but, you know, I think they have, they've got that flexibility, which is good for them. Um, offensively, they look good. Uh, the only thing, the only issue with that is you then only have two pacey forwards. You only have uh, Marcial and Rashford to provide you with the pace and the outball. Uh, you know, otherwise, at the 4-3-3, you have three because you also have Beginwood or, or Kawani whoever, you have three. But in this case, you only have two. So that's an issue. Then you do add a little bit more creativity with Paukpa and Bruno both in, So they're sacrificing a bit of pace for creativity. Will it work? Will it not work? We don't know. It's too early to tell, but we'll see. So far, it seems to be just about squeaking and working. But uh, I mean, it's, it's difficult to say. And on that note, the defense had to were again very poor. I thought Van Dusaka had a poor game aside from the cross that he put in. And on the first half, I think first half is okay. In the second half, I think he was poor. One thing you know, I don't know if you noticed about Van Dusaka is he never tackled. He doesn't tackle. He doesn't do those spider tackles anymore. He doesn't do them. And it's not because he doesn't want to do them. He tried to do one on Guilish which he kind of got away with. Uh, but he doesn't normally do them. And that's because teams have now figured out that if you try to take, go past him, he's going to tackle you and he's going to win the ball. But what you can do is you can overload that right hand side. Uh, because United the way they play, they play their fingers are basically strikers. So they're always gonna be narrow. So there's always gonna be space. So if we can overload it or if we can try and pass it through him, And Man Bissaka is, is pretty uh nullified there. So you don't see a lot of tackles. It's not because he doesn't want to do them. It's because he's not been given the opportunity to do them because players are not passing around him. So so I, I think that's an issue. I I, I think Ban Bissaka is one of those players who plays all the time whenever he's fit. I think he needs a rest. I think he needs he needs some time away, he needs to, you know, basically feel that his position is on the third. I don't think he feels that way. So he needs to feel that way. Maybe Z B can play the next game as a right back. Um, I thought Bai was excellent. Uh, but again, th- Bai is one of those players who puts here. He had this little bit of a tug from Jack Village. I thought he was going in again. There, he is, so there you go, he's in again, but he managed to come through. So we'll see if he plays. Um, I thought Maguire was okay. I don't think he was anything special. I think with Maguire, um it's he's it's, it's become one of those six out of ten six and a half out of ten players so consistently you're going to get you're never going to get an outstanding performance you're not going to get too many outstanding performances in a season um you'll get a few average performances you'll get a few poor performances so you know i don't know if that's good enough for manchester united but that's an issue the show uh was all right but again probably left a little bit uh, to be desired today as well so i think and and that's and that's the final point i mean when, you know win this win now, uh, United are now level on points with Liverpool. Liverpool have, a, have, to, have to play, but on regular on regular points, because right now they both play the same amount of games, uh, they are level on points. And people will be saying, is our United title contenders? Is there a title challenge on the horizon? I mean, is is, is, is this a title challenge uh, from United? I, I think they've got to. I think gonna has got to clear that noise out. He's got to say, he's got to take his team back and he's got to say, this is not... Um, you know how we approach the season. I think what they need to do is block out all that noise. They've got to focus on top four. They've got to focus on securing their place in that top four. I think that's got to be the key because at the moment, the way the league is structured, it's very easy to go from being title challenges to top four contenders. Just suddenly, you know, you're looking at Europa League qualification because it's so tight there. So from United's point of view, they've got to try and build that gap out uh, to the Spurs, the Chelsea's, the Manchester City's. They've got to build that gap out. They've got to. That's what they've got to focus on is trying to secure their place in the top four. Once they do that, maybe 25, 30 games in, 30, 35, even 32, 33 games in, maybe we don't know how long it's gonna take. Then they can see, you know, how far are we from Liverpool, how close are we to Liverpool? Do we have a realistic opportunity a chance to catch them? I think that's that's the way they've got to look at it. I don't think I don't think thinking about the title right now is is the right is the right idea. It's just unnecessary pressure because this team is not good enough to win a title. Uh, to be honest, that defense is very, very shaky. But if they're looking for that, they've got to, they've got to look at it that way at least look at the primary goal first and then maybe once you're closer to the end of the season 30 games and you think you say okay where are we now and can we can we can we realistically catch up to liverpool and that would be the key but anyway it's finished manchester united to assemble one It's a wonderful game uh football it's a flawed exhibition and sometimes those those make for very good games as, as a neutral as a fan you don't normally want to see that as a fan of your own team but as a fan of football as a fan of of the game um it's certainly you know it's certainly it's exciting to watch so and lots of things to point out as well but anyway smash a like if you enjoyed the video and if you enjoyed the game uh please do post a comment as well uh, about what you thought of the game and did you enjoy it and of course remember to subscribe to the channel if you're new uh so you know that that would be really really helpful thank you so much have a good day or night whatever time watching this have a happy new year again 2021 and hope this year goes well for you and it's been a challenging 2020 but we're all optimistic we're all hopeful uh, for 2021. So let's hope that this year goes off to, you know, gets off to a wonderful start and just continues from there. It's, it's a wonderful year, but uh, have a, enjoy yourself and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. 18 plus.